I'm Nana. I'm Martin. And we're Blurs. And we're Blurs. <laughs> All right, it's just the two of us today. Uh, Micah, um, <laughs> Micah uh, wasn't able to record last minute. Um, I'm pretty. Sure, I hope he's all right. I'm pretty sure everything's cool. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll update us with what's going on with him later on. Um, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about this episode, but with us just mm-hmm. just, just been two of us, I'm pretty sure we'll get thing, through things quite quickly. Um, the yep, yep. main content of today's episode is going to be the Mandalorian and the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, mm-hmm. I've obviously finally managed to get both of them watched for the first time um, with access to Disney Plus. So this episode yeah, yeah. is in a sense sponsored by Del Del. Um, the word for today is entanglement, uh, which we're <laughs> we're gonna get to. We're gonna get onto that uh, in a bit as well. So you know, before we go any further, what have you been up to since the last I recorded mine? So since last I recorded, um, watched several shows um so uh-huh. slow pso finally finished it i think the last episode is actually monday just gone so all okay. done now i um, need i need to actually get into that because uh, that was something that mike wanted to talk about um i've yeah. not watched the film and i've not watched the tv series on netflix so those it's are a both very things. good series yeah i kind of know what yeah. the premise is already just like again mm-hmm. listen to other people's podcasts but um i will um watch it and once i've watched hopefully we can talk about it a little bit more next week okay um I'm on episode four of Digimon 2020. Nice. Um, I had to watch episode four like twice because I was distracted, heavily distracted mm-hmm. for the first two of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also seen Hamilton, uh, nice. which, is, which came out on Disney Plus mm-hmm. um, early this week as well. Yeah. Um, the Mandalorian. I've rewatched it. Well, I say rewatched it, but I've uh, watched up to I think episode three or four now. Um, but I have finished the entire show, so. I'm all clued up what happens and whatnot. All right, well, since um, you know, since you've brought up the Mandalorian, we're gonna let's talk about it now since that was meant to be our on. one of our main things. Um, so yeah. yeah, I watched the Mandalorian for the first time. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think overall, I'm gonna give it a free piece. Um, <laughs> there were some episodes that I enjoyed more than others. Um, yep. I did really That's like me. the whole um, like cowboys feel to it. Like it was one of those like cowboy mm. stories. Um, let me just pull up my notes. Uh, I thought like the way it started was just really well done um, I thought yeah. it, episode one was a whole chicken I think they you know <laughs> they set the tone very early um, yeah. good action good dialogue um, episode two I'll give that a three piece um, I thought the fight scene in that was good um, I just felt because that was episode that, um, with the Jabba's in it I thought it was just, yeah. a little, a, just a little bit stupid in it um yeah. Again, watching this now, I, I'm very glad that I kind of like illegally watched the first two episodes back when it first came out <laughs> in America. Because obviously, you know, a lot of the stuff that happens in the series would have been spoiled to me because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the Baby Yoda memes look literally at one point just took over social media and they were just yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, I watched those two those episodes the same time that America's were getting those episodes. So it weren't really a surprise mm-hmm. to me. Um, All right. I feel like overall, I feel like, again, this show was good, Joe. I just feel like it, it creates inconsistency in the Star Wars universe. Like, episode mm. three was sick in it. Episode three gets a whole chicken, yeah? yeah. And then um, it just made me think, like, if the Mandalorians were so sick, yeah, why yeah. was Boba Fett so whack in in, 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 Star, in, like, in the original series? Like, he had yeah. nothing to do in it. And obviously, the Mandalorians well, are sick in it. Technically, um, Bob, uh, Django Fett and Boba Fett aren't Mandalorian. Okay. Um, 
they, they, they just have Mandalorian, Mandalorian armor. Armor um, name, or maybe not the name because they haven't claimed to be Mandalorian anyway. But mm. uh, they have the yeah, style of the Mandalorian. But either way, like yeah, I just think to myself, like the Mandalorians are sick in this, isn't it? Like they're just yep, actually yep, yep. kicking ass, isn't it? And I was a kid, so if you had the Mandalorians and you had the Jedi, yeah. How did mm. everyone just get worked over by the Sith so easily? And I was just thinking, it just creates a well, little bit... Gone. Uh Well, so in the Xterra universe, um, I don't know whether it's canon or in, in Legends. Mm. Legends, for people who don't know, mm. um, Legends is the stuff before Disney took over. Mm. And everything that is current is... Or everything that's happened after Disney took over is now the current yeah. uh, Star Wars universe. But... Um, Actually, years ago, this is in the Star Wars universe and Legends, there was the Mandalorian War between Jedi and the Mandalorians, and the Mandalorian War went on for mm. ages. Um, I can't remember exactly how long it, how long the um, war spanned, but I believe mm. it's maybe three years, but someone's going to give you, a, has to give you a hard check of that. Yeah. And yeah, Mandalorians put up a huge resistance against the um Jedi. I mean, you only have to look at Boba Fett and Jango Fett, who both took on and killed many Jedi mm. in, in within your own rights. Um, you know, especially with the equipment they have. So, um, Mandalorian equipment varies, but the staple ones are the jetpack with, with a rocket launcher on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, I mean, nine times out of ten, Jedi was not going to be able to deflect that or even be able to jump out of the way or whatever mm. like that. They'll just take the hit and die. Yeah. Um, you have the flamethrowers as well. Um, uh huh. You have various blasters. I mean, even from the Mandalorian show, that pulse rifle he has is disgusting. What? It's a one-hit kill shot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just again like I just it it it, it was good, and um, I, I'm looking forward to season two. And obviously, Same like here. I've got I've got I've got a, a soft spot for what's his name? Ah, oh, I forgot the guy's name. The guy that actually plays the Mandalorian. Cause um, yeah. he was um, he, he was in a king Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. I think he's just a gangster actor. Like I really like. Do you know what? Everything he's in. I really, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed him in this. Um, it's nice seeing him because the only movies or anything I've seen him in, I believe, are I don't know whether he was in Narcos. Was he in Narcos? I think yeah, he was the main guy in Narcos, which okay, I've not cool. seen. So, but like, right, so, like, I haven't um, I haven't looked this up here, but I feel like um, I remember when I was in another podcast, they were saying that um. He just does the voice, and there's someone else that actually plays the body of the Mandalorian. Ah, okay. Because <laughs> obviously the Mandalorian's got a lot, like a lot of size in it, and he's kind of short in it. Um, again, I could be completely wrong, so don't quote me on that. Look, um, look, 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 look. All right, so just wait, watch the whole series, and then you'll that, that answer will be that that question you have will be answered. No, no, because obviously I do know that he's in the in one of the scenes they show his face. But I'm just yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like just because they have him in that one ah. shot doesn't necessarily mean that I the see. whole time I he's see. in the body. It could just because of that one shot where they show his face and he's obviously right, the voice. They wanted to use use him in it again. I could be completely yeah. wrong in it. Um, but yeah, episode five, um, another three piece episode. Episode six was like um, was like the Ocean's Eleven um heist movie episode which was really good uh but again i gave that a three piece episode seven i also gave that a three piece episode eight i gave that a whole chicken um really? it, it was just it was just very well done like the opening scene mm. was jokes um with the two stormtroopers just like um just just having some banter then they tried to yeah. shoot they tried to do a bit of target practice and they were absolutely crap um, they just kept on punching Baby Yoda in the head, and I remember when that <laughs> when, I remember when that episode happened in America. Yeah, 
everyone just going nuts like oh fuck those stormtroopers why are they being so mean to baby yoda and i was like was wow. there stormtroopers like oh stormtroopers have done the most and the worst things imaginable in the star wars universe mm. i mean the whole i mean there is a reason why alien species in particular do not like stormtroopers yeah you know what I mean? It's the whole thing with um, human beings or humanoid um, uh, creatures in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe. Just you know, just wanting to be top dogs and whatnot. Mm. And, yeah, rubs every other species the wrong way. Yeah, mad. Um, but yeah, I, I I agree. I think I actually agree with you on on your um, rating on your uh, rating because a lot of the um, show. I'm sorry, a lot of the episodes were actually three pieces for me as well. Yeah. Um, they were don't get just they were they're really good and I just felt like I yeah, think because yeah, yeah. when I originally watched the first two episodes I was just like ah oh, this is okay but it's the fact that like mm. I'm streaming it I'm not getting to watch it from my TV the fact that I could yeah. watch this on my TV and just watch episode after episode after episode um, mm. I really enjoyed it um, yeah. again but just just there were just certain episodes where I was just like I wouldn't say it was just a little bit slow but it just wasn't as fun as some of the previous episodes um, mm. obviously. Uh, I want to say her name was Cara Dern. Like she was a really cool character, and I, I, I um, when you see her in like episode three, I was just like, oh, you're definitely gonna see her at a late episode. So when she came back for the, for yeah. the season finale, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, the guy that plays like the main villain with the um black lightsaber, or the black laser sword, yeah. or whatever we see, yeah, yeah. he was pretty it's cool. The, it's called the um the dark saber it's actually it's actually a mandalorian um weapon okay. that was yeah that 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 weapon alone has been passed down through generations generations oh, i'm at um i can't remember his name but his again i haven't i do you know i, I was a bit I've, let me start that again i've slacked a bit on the gaming news but i'm pretty sure that that guy's character is going to be the villain in um far cry 6 i think that was leaked like the other day mm-hmm. um so yeah that'd be pretty cool uh what else you, what else you been up to um so i've also been watching well i had i watched half the episode of first episode of marvel's agents of shield the mm-hmm. first 15 yeah the first half of the show i'm keen to see where it takes me is that on Actually, disney I plus i finished it okay. again. is that on disney plus that's on disney plus yeah uh, okay cool 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 so um it's nice to see where the story um sort of it's based in so it's based in the um after the new york attack or or the events after the um new york attack i think mm. this is an avengers 2 or yeah avengers 1 avengers 3. yeah so um yeah i think i thought it was really good um really really enjoyed the first half of the show but i'm waiting to see uh how you know how the story takes like progress from there yeah. um, i'm hoping not to be disappointed because a lot of times when you really love a tv show really love a movie and make a series of it they can mm. either do very well or badly so mm. uh, yeah i have to wait to see wait to see for that one and um lastly every sunday um i think for the past four or five weeks now i've been going to um america football train sessions yeah um, just in the park with um um so you actually know these guys yeah so you, clarky uh, cody clark uh Daniel Bunu as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's so much fun. And, you know, just the four weeks, actually, I think I've been going for more than four weeks, but, you know, just going to the sessions like that, I can feel myself getting, I'm a lot more fitter than I was. Mm. Um, I'm faster than I was. Um, still want to obviously increase my speed uh, before uh, season coming starts. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, meals is really, really good. I mean, also do other exercises besides, you know, running and route running and um, defensive drills. Uh, there's also um, ab, an ab workout that we do, the mm. sprint training that we do as well. So all of that is really helping me. So that's what I've been up to. Mm. What about you? Um, so I watched episode one of God of High School. I think episode two is out already now as well. So I'm going to um, watch it when I get a chance. Um, what do you think of the action in high school so far? I didn't expect it to be so shonen. Um, I expected mm. it to be a bit more serious, like Baki or Kengen Ashura. Um, mm. Obviously, I just from seeing people's reactions to social media on social media is the fact that like, because some people are like, oh, oh gosh, another like high school anime, and people are just like, yeah. yeah keep thinking it's a high school anime because like literally other than the title like it's not got that like high school experience that you get in some of those those shonen and stuff but um i enjoyed it i'll give it a free piece um the action was pretty cool uh the animation style was a little bit different um there was an interesting like animation choice where like a lot of people had like a a red nose um i'm guessing that might be like the animation style in the webtoon so they've like stuck with that over the um in the in the anime i like the fact that like Crunchyroll and Webtoons like self-promoted in, within the episode so you know like in a boxing arena you have like av- um, sponsors I like the fact that the, yeah, spon- yeah, yeah. the sponsors was Crunchyroll and Webtoons <laughs> I thought that was a really cool little self-promotion that they did because obviously they must know that people stream their stuff illegally in it and the more mm. ways you can have it so that people might think oh, okay you know what, let me actually pay for this to go Crunchyroll or go and read yeah. this on Webtoons um, so that mm. was a really good look um, yeah, and the manga as well. Um, so and the manga as well. They also have that same. Um, I, th- I think they've only got webtoons, not crunchable. Okay. In the in the manga, yeah. Yeah. So um, again, I thought this was going to be set, again set more like Baki Keng and Ashura, but it looks like there's some kind of like superpower element to it. Um, oh so I'm, I'm wait. What you just wait? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what goes on. Again, these people are inhuman because like this guy was keeping up with a motorbike while riding a bicycle in it. So obviously there's like superhuman feats and human super feet uh strips and stuff, etc. Um but yeah it's funny. Um I yeah I just wasn't expected to be shown and uh and I'm looking forward to seeing like more of the other main characters. Like um for the mo- for the majority of this episode you you get a little taste of the main characters. You get a little taste of some of the like uh, important side characters but you don't get like any other like epic fights just yet um, you get introduced to a guy a character called Kang and um, he just seems yeah. broken it so I'm looking really forward to seeing um, um, uh, how what what he does moving forward isn't it so um, that's God of mm-hmm. High School um, as you mentioned with Digimon Digimon have started to release episodes again because obviously they kind of uh, stopped releasing episodes um, when COVID-19 was happening so I think episode yeah. 5 is out now maybe in episode 6 I haven't checked to be honest because I've been watching Amanda. Um so yeah Digimon's back uh, I also um, guested on another podcast uh, I was on the, mm-hmm. I was a guest on the Real Zodiac uh, with Quentin and Amanda uh, both lovely people who I met happen to be at um, uh, C2E2 um, and yeah man I, they're like talking about old school like science fiction movies and uh, I happened to pick The Matrix, which is like one of my all-time favorite films, and literally just about hour, hour and a half to talk about The Matrix and how like mm. how much I love that food, food movie. Um, yeah. I literally I could talk about The Matrix for days, man. I it is just one of my favorite movies. I love the action, I love the story, I love the characters. Uh, freaking yeah. that was one of the movies that made me absolutely love Lawrence Fishburne. 
Um, I got to talk about it, my experience of meeting Lawrence Richborn. That was amazing. Um, mm. So yeah, so if you ha- want to have another po- podcast to listen to, I guest on that episode. So go check out the Real Zodiac. Um, I think at the moment in time, they're only on like say Spotify, SoundCloud, but at some point they will be available on Apple Podcast. Um, obviously, we've been in this lockdown for like forever. I think it's been maybe like 15 weeks since I went to work and it's probably been about 16 weeks since I had, I had a haircut. Um, the barbershop's open like last week, but I thought I'd give them a little bit of time to get some practice in and let people get get there. Get, like, you don't want to be the... Yeah, I didn't want to be the guinea pig, innit? Like after the guy's been at home for like 16 weeks not doing nothing, yeah, I didn't want him to come in and like fuck up my hair. Even though I just got, I get a bowl trim anyway. Yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't want that to get fucked up in it. But finally got a trim. I feel like, a, a brand new man I feel so good and like the thing is yeah I don't I don't really like having a beard and I just start to get annoyed. I'll be eating my food and I'll get my beard like start going in my oh, mouth yeah. and I'm like eating my food and eating my beard here at the same time <laughs> or sometimes I'll be just I'll just be sitting down and then like my beard will just start tickling my ears because I was like it's just growing now I was like nah do you know what yeah. and so um, yeah I just waited for an evening where like I knew my barbershop was going to be kind of empty um, because again, like people just don't care about social distancing. They're just like, some people will just, just completely ignore the signs on the floor and stuff like that. So, mm. um, yeah. Do you know what? I don't know if I talked about it last week here, but I finally finished Tetris 99. I finally got ranked number one. Um, and I don't know if I brought it up, so I'll just bring it up like, it was amazing. Cause like, mm. I've been playing this game for a while, yeah. And um, I didn't even realize I was doing so well. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, "Raw, I'm like in the top ten. And I was just like, get to the stairs, like, holy crap, I might actually do this. And then um, when I won, yeah, it was like, oh, congratulations, you've won, innit? And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then like, when you win, it unlocks another mode called like Invictus mode. And then in Invictus yeah. mode, it's like for only people that have won the like normal mode. And like, from the beginning, it starts super fast. And um, right. it's just a little bit more challenging. Uh, I think like the best I've got in that is maybe like in the top 40 like it's hard because like because not too many people are on it like a lot of the time it's like maybe like 40, 50 people are like filled up by the, the computer obviously they make the computer sick in it so yeah. it, 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 it's hard but um, yeah no I was pretty impressed with myself by that um, yeah oh, no well done yeah man I was gassed not gonna lie. It, I, 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 was, I was highly gassed by it um and um yeah it was just a, a nice little achievement and um yeah if anyone if anyone out there's got a nintendo switch yeah and they want to add me um you can you know contact us on our facebook page um that's blurs are us we're also available on instagram we are on soundcloud spotify twitter pretty much on all the different social medias and all the different podcast platforms in it so if you want to reach out to us that's where you can find us guys um and yeah do you know what like It'll be nice to hear from you because obviously then we can know what we're doing well, what we can do better, etc., and and then go from there. So I was before we go into news, yeah. Oh no, sorry, mm. two quick things actually. Um, mm. Well, one it can kind of go on the news, but I'll just talk about it now in it. Um, Patrick Mahomes signs a ten-year contract extension. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> My man is half a billion. Yeah, first half a billion player. That is crazy, um, man. That is yeah. that is so wild. Like literally, it just makes it, it makes me jealous, isn't it? Like I wish I was. I there's no guarantee. Obviously, you would have made it, but like I definitely yeah. know that if I'd been in America, I definitely would have been like a jock while I was out there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I've always been a sporty kind of person. I've always been like mm. above average when it comes to sport. Never been amazing, but 
definitely always been above average when it comes to the sports that I've played in it. Um, mm. And then, but in America as well, like especially when you're black out there, they push you to like kind of be mm-hmm. be professional and be elite. So you never know with the yeah. right trading, you know, could have turned into side decent, isn't it? Um, all right, yeah. so the question of the day is, is a little bit of a, of a, 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 a <clears> tough <throat> one because it's kind of a visual question, um, and I'll post it on our Facebook page um, once this episode's up. So basically, the question is. There has been a murder of the century, yeah? Like, so there's been an epic murder, yeah? Who would solve the crime the quickest, yeah? Your oh. options your options are... We're trying to find the question. I can't find it. What kind of nonsense? God damn it. This is terrible podcasting right now. And the thing is, yeah, I normally have these things, these things loaded and ready to go. All right, cool. Here we go. The murder, of the murder of the centuries happened. Who solves it? Solves it the fastest? You've got Shikamaru, Tim Drake, Peter Parker, Mystery Inc., L or Conan. Who are you picking? So say like I got Shikamaru. You got Shikamaru from Naruto. You've got Tim Drake from Batman. Yeah. You got Peter Parker from yeah. Spider Man. You got Mystery Inc. from Scooby Doo. You got L from Death Note, and you've got Conan from um, Conan. yeah, Detective Conan. Who right. is solving the mystery the fastest? Boy, okay, Peter Parker's out for me. Yeah, um, Peter Parker does do investigations and stuff like that, but he's more um, when it comes to more uh, superpower beings or whatnot, mm-hmm. or organizations rather than crime century. So Peter Parker's out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Who I've never seen. All right, so mystery, mystery Inc is also out. Yeah, uh, they're a joke. Um, <laughs> Again, I, they're, they're a joke because of what they are. But I feel like if they took it seriously, yeah. the fact that there's like five of them and they've got a dog to help sniff out clues and that. Um, yeah. But I don't think they'll be the fastest though, unless they were super serious. And um, mm. what you, what you, what's her name? The girl that says Jenkies. Um, Velma. Velma. If she was on point, yeah, then maybe they could solve it really quickly. Mm. Um, uh, Shikamaru he's more of a strategist than he is a crime solver mm-hmm. I believe um, so I think it boils down to Tim Drake L or Conan yeah. and I haven't seen a Detective Conan series so I don't know how good he is mm. um, I, I think it will be L over Tim Drake but didn't L not figure I, out I think, I think L didn't L not figure out who um light was until it was too late ah actually he figured it out but he didn't want to believe it so it was like his his own um personal conflicts of interest i guess because mm. he knew who l he knew who um uh, uh who light was yeah um but at the same time it's like because he finally found a friend mm. he didn't want to end up you know busted him so quickly i guess and then yeah, yeah that, was, that was to his detriment I'm gonna go with Tim Drake in it because obviously he's gonna have yeah. the the money and the resources of Batman in it, and the fact mm-hmm. that you know all that technology and stuff like that, um, I think that's why he slightly edges it. Um, Actually, um, aside that, Tim Drake is uh, supposed to be a better detective than Batman himself, mm. and he's supposed to be like the best. Uh, yeah, so better detective than Batman, and also actually. Um, I think in one of the movies and also the comic books, um, when he takes when he comes from the future into the past to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He ends up being able to defeat every single Bat family member 
Yeah. Um, with just this know-how, um, whatever else, as Batman, mm. incredible. So yeah, Tim Drake. I I would not sleep on Tim Drake. Mm. Mad. Yeah. The, but that 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 would be my pick, innit? So anyway, let's head over to the news. All right, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to start with this entanglement, yeah. This 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 Jada Will and August situation, man. Like I when the story the story broke out last week in it, like I I just found it funny. I didn't really particularly care in it, but when yeah. they did their interview and the memes and everything that came off out afterwards, absolutely had me in stitches. It oh wasn't my! Even that deep do you know what it isn't it isn't that deep in it like obviously like it's their business isn't it? but the fact that yeah. um when you're a celebrity especially when you're a celebrity where like you are in the public eye you know they've got like the mm. red the red their red table show um you know he's on tiktok he's he's you know he's con- they're yeah. constantly putting themselves out there in it so when your life is in the public domain so much you can't then try and flip it and say like oh this is private information like yeah, the yeah. O- and the thing is you're the only like again the only thing that is a bit sticky here is like it's always been rumored that these two have had an open relationship in it like and and the mm-hmm. thing is i don't know when that like open relationship status came out because if it came out around them times it, like it's, it's it's a minor innit? and it's one of those ones here like it's it's your every relationship is different if that's what they want to do in their relationship that's their business in it but like again yeah. when you're a celebrity you put things out in the public eye yeah it's a whole different story you know oh, and yeah, and the only thing that it makes it even more wild is the fact that like will looks so upset like he was finding out this information for the first time which makes yeah. it seem like did she really tell him how things went down originally or yeah. was he or was it just the fact that like the fact that he's having to go through this again is making him hurt because again something mm. that happened four years ago and you say like you can't say you've dealt with it or you're over it if that's your reaction because it was mm. clearly showing that it was hurting him it yeah. was stinging yeah. do you know what i mean and again yes. it's also like again it's all about body language and what you're saying because like it sounds like during that period of time either he was cheating well, I wouldn't even necessarily cheating because they were separate but like it sounded like he was having his own fun anyway so mm-hmm. you know again I would love for them to actually be a lot more honest than they were because I feel like a lot of that was kind of scripted um, yeah. and I don't think that they told the, the truth and I, I especially don't think Jada probably told Will the truth because he was so mad in it because um, yeah, obviously there's been, rum- there's been rumors that he, he was sleeping with um Oh, what the hell's the woman's name? Um, I think the one where he did that Con Ice movie with. Uh, Con Ice's movie? What? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, Hitch, 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 Hitch. Yeah. So it would have been. Oh, she's so nice as well. Can't remember her name. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it. I'm pretty sure I screenshot it somewhere. Uh, is Eva Mendez? No, no, it wasn't Eva Mendez. It was the other one. Oh. Wait, what? Uh, I know I had it as well. I must have deleted it. Wait, was it the one that the guy he was teaching um, wanted to go for? No. Uh, why okay, am I being cool. so rubbish? I'm lost then. Yeah. Do, do you know what? It's because I'm like holding... I'm just doing a lot today. I'm like holding my microphone and doing other things and <laughs> just a bit all over the place today right now. Yeah. 
Oh, Margot Robbie, that's it. Margot? Yeah, supposedly Will Smith was banging Margot Robbie around the same time Jada was doing her thing with August. So it's just okay. all a bit mad, isn't it? Because again, like when he says like, oh, I'm going to get you back in it. And she's like, well, I think you've already got me back in it, which kind of says that yeah, she, he's, she, he's, she already, he's, he's already done the dirt already. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just mad. Uh, do you know what, yeah? If things had been, I feel like in this Me Too era, yeah, if things had been done the other way around, yeah, um, there'd have been a lot more outrage because like August was like seeking like mental health help in it. And the fact that like she kind of like took advantage of him, so to speak. Which is which is which is all just a bit mad. What's what's your take what's your take on it? Um I think I think that um <clears throat> well first of all their relationship is theirs. I mean I'm not gonna mm. judge their relationship. Um mm. you know, as long as no one's sort of like beating each other or whatever, then yeah, you know, I'm gonna keep it to them. Um I do feel that um well look listen to the interview that they did. Um that I think Jada said that at that time they were separated or she was booted out of the house or something like that. Yeah. So I think she would be either confined to someone or be consoled in some way or whatever. Mm. I'm not gonna explain what she did or whatever. Yeah. But that's what that's what that's what it sounds like. Mm. Um and obviously Will's hurt because he's like, well right. <laughs> I didn't know this was happening. I mean, yeah. It's all it's yeah. all it's all, it's all mad because like it just seems so complicated because especially if he's the one that kicked her out of the house. Exactly. And um, exactly. it was just the one of the ones where he was just like, no, nah, you know, was, she used to the piss where she was like, he made me feel good. Like, it's been so long since I felt good. I was like, wow. Yeah. She stuck that knife and twisted it with that way. It, Bro, it, but it's mm. not elephant in the room, though. I mean, come on. She, she got kicked out of the house. It must have been that bad to get kicked out of her own house. Wait, you know I, mean? I don't know. From man. their house. But um, it, it's, a, it's a mad one, though, because like, their relationship is weird anyway, innit? It's the fact that, like, mm. she's always, like, stated that, like, she loves Tupac. Like, Tupac's, like, her, um... Yeah. What's that word? Uh, what's that word? Soulmate. Like, she's always been, like, Tupac's mm. her soulmate. And then uh, then she's been Will, Will Smith. And it's always just it's always just mad, innit? Like, how their relationship is. And the f- they're just weird anyway. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if you look at even early, early on when they first met and stuff, Will was in a relationship and so was she. Um, mm. I, think, I think she was, wasn't she? And Will, like, fancied her a lot, even though he was already in a relationship. I can't remember he was married either, but mm. it was only when he broke up. Uh, yeah, he must, he wasn't married. So yeah, when he, when he broke up with his girlfriend and, you know, um, Jada finally um, got divorced or broken up or whatever it was, mm-hmm. that they started but you know um it was no secret that will like absolutely uh fancied that before mm. you know they got together got married he, so he, he is um he is so warped by her like he, he loves her so much in it so but again it's, it's like they've kind of sorted themselves out well you you'd hope that they sorted themselves out in it yeah, yeah, yeah. um um as for august um is it what's his name august I don't, do you know oh, August is a bitch but like she's not even a bitch yeah but like there was no need for him to say what he said didn't it like he did, no, it was, no, no, it, no, for no, him no, yeah no, for him it was just it was just a publicity stunt didn't it like and again mm. whether whether they had you know they were in an open rela- married open relationship whether Will Smith had given them permission to do what they were doing yeah like mm. you don't need to put out the laundry out there again he's only he done really it does. for for his own benefit and like his own gain yeah, in it yeah which of course, of course, yeah. again i kind of don't blame him but at the same time it's just like 
the no, fact I do. <laughs> like, because listen, because listen, I mean, already he already. I mean, I'm sure he knows there's there's, there's something obviously not right between Jada and mm, uh, and Will, Will, right? Yeah, and he obviously slept with her and everything like that. Well, mm. that's, that's what they allude to. And and and, and, and he caught and he caught and he caught feelings. And he caught feelings, mm. so he's he is acting like a bitch. I mean, listen, you know what the deal was. You know that he was still married. That she was still married and everything yeah. like that. You know that it's going to be hard. But then it's hard though, because so like when when someone's separate again, this is like the whole Russell and Rachel situation. Like they were on a break in it. Like you know, when, <laughs> when, when, for for some people, when you're on a break, it just I means that it just means that you're on a break and like you're not seeing each other. But then for other people, when they're on a break, it means that you know you're, you're at this moment in time, you're both single in it, so you can kind of both behave like single people again it's, it's all it's all up into uh, all, uh, let me start that again it's all up to interpretation of what you feel that the relationship is in it mm. so yeah so that, that that was funny and the fact that she used the word entanglement it was just absolutely Bruh. crazy do you know what's funny the mm. reason she kept saying entanglement until will said so will was like so yeah what what, like, what does been... entanglement mean and she was like you know me and augie and the fact that she's still calling him augie and that she's still got the pet name for him so you know like for her it was it was it was, it was more than just like a little bit of feel um it was more than just a little bit of entanglement do you know what i mean mm. no nah, definitely mm. nah it's mad still is actually like and again uh if you don't follow me personally uh i have posted a couple of pictures on the instagram page um of some of the memes i've dropped some on the facebook page uh they're absolutely hilarious in it um and you know what? like i said i hope that them guys continue being happy because you know i, I like the smiths in it even though they're a bit crazy yeah they're 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 they're, 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 a, they're, a, they're a nice couple in it they, they give they give they you know what i mean like i'm a big fan of will smith Will Swift entertains me. Uh, Jade is a Jade is funny, even though she's a bit of a psycho in this scenario. Um, the kids seem to have calmed down as well. So, um, yeah, no. Nah. I mean, I just feel like I, I have a feeling that Jade is that one chick in Hollywood right, that that guys just seem to fall head over heels for her, like, regardless of what she Bro, does. Bro, he like, he is deeply in love with her. That like he's yeah, hard with Do you know what I mean? Even after all this year, like at the end, they were just like, was it bad marriage for life? Obviously, which was a play on there. Their whole bad yeah, yeah. boys for life kind of flex in it, but um, you know, again, I hope that this doesn't damage their relationship too much in the sense that mm-hmm. um, you know, they can't just like continue living like a normal. Well, they're never gonna live a normal life because they're celebrities, isn't it? But um, I hope that this kind of continues and lets them lets them be as happy as possible. Isn't it? All right, so going on to some other like normal uh, general news, uh, Kaepernick has signed a deal with Disney. Um, yes you know and i think that's just big because like he's just doing a lot right now like obviously he had that deal with um netflix and now he's got a deal with disney and um let me just see if i can pull it up what the hell yeah so colic canic panic will be featured in an exclusive docuseries produced by espn's films as part of a first look deal with the walt disney company the deal between Colin Kaepernick's production arm RA Vision Media and Disney was announced on Monday. The partnership will focus on telling script and scripted and unscripted stories that explore race, social injustice, and the quest for equity. It also will provide a platform to showcase the work of minority directors and producers. I'm excited to announce this historic partnership with Disney across all of its platforms to elevate black and brown directors, creators, storytellers, and producers, and to inspire the youth with compelling uh, uh, with compelling stories 
Despite being exiled, oh sorry, I'm excited to announce the historic partnership with Disney across all of its platforms to elevate black and brown directors, creators, storytellers and producers and to inspire the youth with compelling and authentic perspectives. Kaepernick said in a statement, I look forward to sharing the docuseries on my life story in addition to many other culturally impactful project, projects we are developing. Despite being, excited, despite being excited for the NFL since the 2016 season, when he took a knee during the national anthem to protest police brutality and racial inequality, Kaepernick still wants to play. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Kaepernick? You know, signing the deal with Disney. Um, I think I think it's good for him because um, I think I mean I'm not sure about every NFL player, but I'm sure a majority of NFL players, regardless of um, their careers, or whatever, mm. what happens in their careers, mm. they don't really do anything after American football. They sort of like you know take their money, have their quiet life when they retire, and everything yeah. like that. Um, so this is nice to see that. Fair enough. It, he, this was involuntary because you know he didn't want to get uh, um, what's it called exiled from the NFL, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's positive because he does have a. I think he does have a unique experience, experience in uh, American football. Mm. Um, you know, and something king to. It's not the same, but it's in likeness to mm. you know people like Muhammad Ali um, and the sprinters that. Um, one gold in the German um, Olympics. This was um, when Hitler was in power and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is because you know they went away. They they did something. They said something against you know either the government or the organization, and they were then sort of exiled and stripped off of their titles and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So same similar thing to Colin Kaepernick. So I think it's good because he has a unique experience on on all this now. Um, so mm-hmm. you know he has done work like this is post. Um, NFL, he's done work in Africa, I think, where he builds up uh, schools. I mm-hmm. think I've said this already last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. But um, he's done that. Um, he supported a lot of uh, different movements um, mm-hmm. in the black community. Um, so he's sort of putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah. So, you know, he's actioning, he's putting into action what he wanted to do. Mm. Um, I don't know if he's done anything with the VA. Um, but uh, again, he he one of the primary reasons why he knelt was also in support of the military and saying that yeah the government isn't doing enough for veterans, mm-hmm. um, which is true. Which is true. Um, the American government isn't doing that all that much for them. Um, so you know this is like he encompasses a lot of things, which I think um, with the docu series I'd be doing mm-hmm. um, with any future projects he can sort of you know maybe. Be a consultant in that. Um, I don't know what, like, again, I don't know what his deal with sales, but um, yeah. he can be a consultant or um, a director in uh, seeing how projects unfold. Yeah. No, that's true, man. Like, I, I hope all the best because obviously he's been blackballed from the NFL. Um, and I hope, like, you know, he continues to make money and stuff like that, innit? Um, so, in, in other news, uh, there's a new TMNT movie in the works from Seth Rogen, uh, Seth's production company, Point Grey. Pictures is teaming up with Nickelodeon and Paramount Pictures for the new film. Uh, it's going to be an mm-hmm. animated TV, uh, animated movie similar to what they did in two thousand and seven. Um, good, which is which is is cool. Um, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, like I enjoyed a lot of the TMNT movies, isn't it? Um, I enjoyed that live action one, and I, w- I kind of wanted them to continue doing it. But um, yeah. I guess I, I wouldn't mind it animated. And obviously, Seth Rogen, you know, everything that he's done so far has been pretty well done in it so I'm pretty sure he'll he'll use a lot of love and care with this with this property and I look forward to seeing this come out in cinema yeah I can see a lot of um, Mikey and Seth Rogen 
<laughs> because uh, you know like you know like his character his whole character is you know he's funny he's jokey he does silly things mm. um so i think yeah i think seth Rogen will, will do a good job with uh tmnt i don't know if he's i'm sure he must be some sort of fan of uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah. i'm definitely a fan mm. um i actually enjoyed the 2007 animated uh show mm. um and I think part, it's partly nostalgia, it's partly, you know, because I got to stout the first TMNT movie after, you know, the TV series was on. Mm. Um, so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's all I can say. I would yeah. love to know what the story is. Um, I don't know mm. if it's like, I mean, it's a similar animation style to, oh, maybe it's not similar animation style, but it's an animation um, um, like the 2007 series. I don't know if yeah. it's going to be a continuation of that story or if they're going to, you know, build it around Michael Bay's um, TMNT. Mm. So, yeah, why we'll it's, it's, it, it, it's just it's just a way and see right now, isn't it? And um, yeah. you know, uh, in in uh, in other TMNT news, um, there's going to be like a what a new comic book series coming out. Ah, yes. I saw this on Facebook, and I saw that you and Thomas were talking about it in in the Blurred WhatsApp group. So, yeah, provide yeah, some information yeah, yeah. on that. So, um, I only know what Thomas um, said, but. I believe it's um, one of one of the brothers is the lone survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, so no idea what's happened to Master Splinter. No idea what's happened to April, Casey. Yeah. Um, Honors are what brothers alive. I believe um, based on the picture was given that was given that it's Leonardo who is the lone survivor. But Le- it could be anyone. Le- Leonardo um, is the one that's normally the leader, isn't it? Yes. Yes, he is. I, I think it would be yeah. just too easy for it to be Leonardo. I think it's going to be. I think. It's too easy for it to be Leonardo because Leonardo is the, normally the leader. I think it's too easy to be Raphael because he's always the one that goes off oh. on his own and also to like do a, a revenge story. It would just be too easy to be him. Um, I would like to refer to Mike because normally Mike is like the clown, the joker of the group in it. And um, obviously he's like a fan favorite as well. And I feel like he is better equipped to be able to use the other guy's weapons to... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, to go and seek revenge because he's like obviously he seems like the most versatile when it comes to the weapons that he uses. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he fights on the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, say that again. You know what I mean, he fights on the skateboard. Let's not. Yeah, that. exactly. So he's, he's definitely one to um, be able to, you know. And then again, it'll be it'll be interesting for like him to change from a, a character dynamic. So obviously, like he is normally the fun, jokey one. So now he's gonna be like the serious one to like go and. Uh, get revenge for his brothers and it'll be interesting as well to find out like who killed the other brothers was it like was yeah. it finally Shredder does Shredder finally do what he's been set out to do for like so many of the series or is it just you know some next other character like we don't we don't know in it who knows exactly, exactly. Mm. I think Mikey will be uh, will be very good to play to play you know the survivor the lone brother because you can see Mikey go through like a little bit of a breakdown. I can imagine Mikey go through a bit of a breakdown mm. where you know he starts hallucinating about his brothers. He starts like, could you imagine he's I don't know, sitting on the rooftop or something like that, and all of a sudden he's there having mm. conversations with with Donatello, Michelangelo. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, that's right. Donatello, Raphael, and Leonardo. Do you know what I mean? Just in mm. his head. Yeah. Um, someone will look at him and be like, "There's no one there. Who are you talking to?" But yeah, I can definitely see that. It'd be a bit more complicated. Mm. Um, I can also see Leo having that breakdown because Leo is supposed to be the leader, so I can imagine him losing. Yeah, but I, I feel I feel like that storyline with Leo has been done before, mm. where like I don't know, like I think he thinks his brothers have died because of like a mistake that he's made, but then it just I think it just turns out they've been sent to another dimension or something like that. So 
I, I, I feel like it's been done with Leo already. So to do it again with him would just be like retreading on on a storyline again. I'm not the TMNT expert in it. Like that's that's Thomas's that Thomas's angle in it. Um, so obviously with the whole coronavirus thing going on, um, you know, production companies and all that have like stalled or been stopped in it. Um, so George Miller is hoping to go into production of his next of the next um, what the hell is it called? Not the oh what what's that dystopia movie with Furiosa? Mad Max. Um, he's hoping to film. Yeah, he's hoping to start production of that movie in early 2021. Uh, and Charlize Theron says that she won't be coming back to play Furiosa, even though suppose this next movie is about her. Mm. What's your what's uh, your what's your thoughts on that? I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know why they would have picked uh, another actress over her. Mm. She played Furiosa very, very well, I believe, in yeah. my opinion. Just because you know, um, Furiosa is sort of you know doing things behind the scenes mm. um, away from her Morton Joe. Um, you know, even so much as to breaking out, um, breaking out his was it his wives, breaking out Morton Joe's wives, mm. and you know, try and take them to where they wanted to go, things like that. So she's always been a complicated character. Yeah. Um, I believe the reason why she lost Barbara Arms was because she did something similar in the past. So um, all that shows that, you know, um, that I, I, I think that Charlie's uh, Zero just did a very, very good job mm. of playing Furiosa. I mean, complete new character to me anyway. I don't know if there's a comic series where Furiosa starts in um, mm. prior to the movie. Um, so it's, it's sad to see that she'll be returning yeah. um, because she generally wants to play the role she wants to reprise the role as Furiosa mm. um, so it's, it's it's a bit bizarre because you know people are used to seeing now now you've seen Charlie Theron Furiosa bringing someone else in it mm. might you know um, it might um, alienate a few uh, fans of the series mm. um, of the whole of the especially of the last movie um, mm. I'm hoping that they just do uh you know, they allow her to come back in the show as an older or a current Furiosa and everything's just, you know, in the past. Yeah. Whatever. And then flash forward, boom, there's Furiosa. Maybe something like that would be nice. Mm. No, definitely. It'd be definitely interesting. Uh, Sony, Sony's Monster Hunter movie has been delayed to April 23rd, 2021. Again, these are none of, none of these movies that, you know, we'll have probably got earlier this year. I'm um, not earlier this year, later this year, but because of the whole COVID, you know, it's been delayed. I'm actually looking forward to this because it's got... um. I think it's Mila Jovovich, and um, she's uh, like one of the, um, the main lead from Resident, the Resident Evil movies, isn't it? And I was a big yeah, fan yeah, of the Resident yeah, Evil movies, yeah. so uh, I'm looking forward to her as well. Um, um, I think that I'm, I'm looking forward to Monster Hunter as well because I mean, there's so much that could be done with Monster Hunter because you know, I mean, I'm, have you, I'm sure if you've played any of the games, mm. is you know, just you. Um, creating a character mm. and then going off to fight monsters, they can we can uh, fight them in groups and stuff like that yeah. as well. Um, and there's there is the Monster Hunter manga which I have never read. Yeah, um, no, I've not read. But it maybe uh, they might borrow elements from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I'm looking forward to it. There are a lot of um, weapons in the movie that are like for like in the uh, to the uh, game series. So mm. you know, just a huge ass. Uh, bone souls they get, um, etc., etc. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I, all I'm hoping for every, every time it's a you know a movie adaptation of a video game is that they just give the video game uh, or they stay close to the to the video game uh, story source line, material, yeah, or, or the source material. Thank you. Mm. 
Yeah, no, that that again, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it and how how they they take it. Uh, I hope it's good because obviously, you know, generally, music, uh, video game films have just not been really good in recent times. Um, so I hope this one's successful. Um, like I said, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of Milia Jovovich. Um, she's been, a, she feels like it feels like she's been around for a time. She has been. I mean, I remember watching my first Resident Evil movie. I think that was Resident Evil Extinction, right? Yeah. And I was, I was maybe I was fourteen, I think, or something like that. Mm. And, so, and you'll see. Then I start watching the first one and stuff like that. She's been around for ages. Let's Wasn't see. she also in um, the Fifth Element? Uh, yeah, I think she was in the Fifth Element. Yeah, like, so like, that was years ago. Like, like I said previously, like I think a, a woman that can kick my arse here yeah, and like literally kill me is just like a secret turn on. And obviously, like her being <laughs> her her being Resident Evil and just like being such a badass character and just like fucking up zombies left, right, and center and just like just being sick in it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I, one of the films it has um, Jorah the Explorer as well. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I really was a big fan of her in the Resident Evil film, so I hope this, this one does success. Uh, only got the one comic book news, so I'm not even going to play the bumper. Uh, Javika Leslie has been cast as the CW's Batwoman. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Do you know, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched any of the um, CW Bat, Batwoman show. Mm-hmm. I've literally seen nothing of it. Um, all I know is that the main actress... Stepped up, stepped down from playing Batwoman. Yeah, um, Ruby Rose. And now Ruby Rose, yeah. So that's been taken over by uh, Jeffka Leslie. Um, mm. So no idea how that's gonna go. Um, mm. I'm hoping that fans of this show will, you know, be able to take on board uh, the new lead. Um, I'm hoping that she does. Um, she does play Batwoman. Um, Do you know? What? I, you know, I, I'm just. I've always stated I'm not really a fan of when they race swap characters in it and you know I know that sometimes it's been done really well uh, Nick Fury is the one I always go to as one that's been done really well um, I'm just curious if it wasn't for this whole COVID this whole George Floyd all the Black Lives Matter protests here would they have cast a black woman as their next black woman like are, is this them I, trying to appease the black people the black fandom oh, or do you know 100%. what I mean I think so. I think so because there's, there's, I, th- I, th- I would say I think it'd be pandering because mm. yes, we get it. We want more opportunity. Uh, what's we want equal opportunities and stuff like that um, in Hollywood uh, and whatnot, right? But at the same time, do it in the right way. Don't just you know start throwing out all these um, historically white characters or historically um, ethnic characters and just replace them with black people. Do you know what mm. I mean? That's, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think I think that's pretty insulted. Yeah. Because um, they again you have. I, like I said I've said on many previous episodes like if mm-hmm. there are other existing black characters let's see them put on the forefront if not create new black characters don't like just have us you know take on roles that have already been established in it like I don't I don't want this to be the reason why Batwoman flops in it like I, obviously mm-hmm. I don't think it was doing the most amazing numbers of Ruby Rose as Batwoman but I don't want it to now like all of a sudden have a massive drop off because obviously it's just showing like the races are just like well we don't want to see a black uh, um, Batwoman because that's not the yeah. the role is and yeah. depending on how they put their argument I'm not going to be mad at them because I, I've said this many times if you cast a white woman as Storm I'm going to be vexed like I'm not going to want to I'm yeah. not going to want to see that on TV um, because you know I've always seen Storm as black and she should always be kept as black because some people are like well you know 
you have white people born in Africa that you know that makes them African and and yeah it kind of does but yeah I don't want to see no black uh, white woman play um Storm or any of those other characters that we've had have always been traditionally um black in it so yeah it'll be interesting but to this see case, this case is different this case is different and uh, yeah yeah so um honestly I just, I just i just i just i do wish um both uh javica leslie and the fans that you know and even the show that you know they're able to still portray uh black women as best as they can mm. um because we all want to see i mean i i mean with um shows like this so back when everything to do with like comics and stuff like that i always wanted to do well because i love the i love the, the shows i'm sorry I, because I love the series so much, I just want everyone else to enjoy it as much as I do. So that's mm. why I'm hoping that this also does well, regardless of the casting change. Yeah. No, I'm mad. Mad, 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 mad. All right, let's head over to anime and manga news. Alright, hit us, us up. What you got? Alright, so first is first. Crunchyroll uh, began the streaming of Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time, which is uh, an anime series based on the manga of the same name. Mm-hmm. Um, the anime is about Peter Grill, the mm-hmm. world's strongest fighter, but his popularity came with consequences. Um, humans and monster women alike want to bear his genetically superior children. <laughs> um, so this is an etchy anime. I'm sure it's going to be, it's definitely going to be a cheat. Mm. Um, so, which he's not keen on, especially because he's engaged to the lover's life. So, this is one, I think, uh, it's, I think it's, it's going to be a rehash of the same retail of, you know, a really strong person who's also, who just happens to have an involuntary harem or whatever, or harem, mm. however you pronounce yeah. it, right? And it's just going to be just dumb fun, I think. There'll be, I think there'll be awesome, um, awesome fights in this. Um, I think the storytelling might be really, really good, depending on um, how they post up the main villain. Um, mm. But I'm also interested in seeing just the dumb shit that, you know, um, that etchy, etchy shows will do, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I don't know, falling, like, you know, ass falling, or, yeah, ass uh, falling or sitting on the face of the of the main character, mm-hmm. um, being put in, like, um, compromising situations where you're just like, what are you doing? Why are you in like kind of a towel around your towel suddenly blows off? Do you know what I mean? Just just dumb stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I um, I'll definitely give it a go. Um, I think I mean I, I like I like I like shows like this. I just I like really strong characters and you know having villains that are equally as strong as them, if not a bit stronger, just to give them a just to test their abilities and stuff like that. And also yeah. just the comedic aspect of this is um, something I'm looking forward to as well mm. um, what do you what do you think of this with the synopsis you just heard um, yeah no I, I'll definitely check it out like I, I don't mind a bit of etchy um, anime uh, a lot of a lot of the fan service in anime and just normally like floats over my head I, I've, I've, I'm so used to it like it doesn't phase me um, sometimes to be honest I, I, I find it just a little bit entertaining as well especially like when the main character's like he's not interested in it and like yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. all on him all the time I I, I, I quite enjoy that I always find it funny um, the fact that he's like a strong fighter so hopefully we're going to get some really interesting fight scenes um, and yeah there's, there's, there's potential I'm, I'm going to be checking this out yeah. Um, one that's similar to this is called um, How Not to um, what was it How Not to Summon the Demon Lord um, I think it'd be something similar to that okay um, it, I mean How Not to Summon the Demon Lord is an isekai um, yeah 
but I mean, this this is its own. This there's no you know no easy going on this in this show. Mm. Um, but the level of comedy, I'm hoping, will be similar. Mm. Um, so next one is uh, Funimation to stream um, or has streamed the fourth. I will be streaming the fifth. Um, OAD of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Mm-hmm. Um, OAD, by the way, is original anime DVDs. Okay. Uh, in case they want those. So the fourth was released on Thursday, 9th July, mm-hmm. with the fifth to be aired in November. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean by the fourth and the fifth? Are these movies or what? These are movies. These are movies. So these are um, how do I say? So these are based off the characters mm. of the anime series so you still have all the characters that you've seen in the anime series but mm-hmm. this could be its own original story mm-hmm. and be placed in between um in between a certain time period so in this case this is um oh curve's name off the top of my head but it's the this is the uh the slime training his uh recruits yeah basically yeah so we've already had number one number two number three that was that was aired uh I forgot when I've uh, when it's aired when those were aired, but I think one was released um, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the continuation of that story, basically. Okay. Uh, yes. So Crunchyroll began streaming the fourth OAD on July eighth, with the fifth OAD be streamed November twenty seventh. Um, for Funimation, Funimation will be well. Funimation has already streamed uh, uh, the fourth uh, DVD or fourth release mm. um it's due to release the fifth one in november um no actual date has been given for the funimation one um mm. interesting interesting um bit of information though punctual actually streamed the um sub version whereas funimation streamed the dub version so it might be a case where you know it depending on how you listen to anime in general you might mm. want to go to control um for sometimes to listen to that original um japanese uh, uh japanese uh voice acting yeah. or you might want to go to animation and listen to the english Dark. acting yeah. either way i'm sure you would enjoy it mm, no definitely the, uh, the time i got reincarnated as a slime was just a really well done sky it was a lot of fun um i'm a massive fan of the sky genre so uh, I will try my best to go and check them out. Um, did you say they've got the one and one and two on there as well already? One, two, and three already on. I've already released on both Crunchyroll and uh, Funimation. Okay, I'm gonna go check them out. Um, good, yeah. good, good. Cool. Um, and lastly, um, but definitely not least, uh, G Kids announced on Tuesday that it has licensed Studio Ghibli and Goro Miyazaki's uh, first CG feature, mm-hmm. Earwig and the Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an anime adaptation of, of uh, Diana Wynne Jones's novel of the same name. Mm-hmm. Um, the company is scheduled to release the film in theaters in North America in early 2021. Nice. Okay. So cool, cool. I know because of the Ghibli files and everything like that that we've been doing, mm-hmm. or series that you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, this would be this would definitely be a good addition to it because it's a new one as well. Yeah. With, you know, um, with CG now, so you can you can definitely compare the animation styles of this one that's coming out to the mm-hmm. old one, and if it still conveys a good story. Mm. So, yeah, hopefully you can you can let us know, Nana. Yeah, no, definitely, man. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like, it's it's been a I feel like it's been a long time since Studio Ghibli dropped anything new anyway. So um, yeah. the fact that they're obviously also venturing into the CG and CGI animation as well, uh, it's interesting mm. to see. Uh, what they what they do for what what uh, where they take this? Yeah, um, I mean, with me, I think the only I'm a bit hesitant to change because um, I just feel that sometimes 
the animation change will influence, will have a negative influence on the story. Um, so maybe it could be, you know, really good animation, but really lazy storytelling, for example. Yeah. So I'm always a bit uh, wary of the, that change, but hopefully, I mean, knowing Studio Ghibli and knowing uh, Goro Miyazaki's works, I mean, I'm sure it'll be equally as good as any of the other. Mm, um, I hope so. Studio Ghibli movies. Okay, manga news now. Yeah, yeah. So, my Hero Academia has taken a one-week break. Uh-huh. The staff switched to digital platforms to continue producing the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the next release is scheduled for July 20th. So the reason for this is purely because uh, COVID-19 is obviously, uh, is obviously stopping production of, of uh, the manga to go as smoothly as possible. This is happening all over um, all of manga news, not just for um, My Hero Academia, uh, My Hero Academia team. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, just, just so you know that even though it's having this hiatus or this one week break, it's literally so that they can get themselves upgraded onto uh, a digital platform to continue releasing the manga. Um, so I, I read read I read the chapters every single week, so I'll be in there with you, <laughs> mm. waiting very, very patiently for the next release. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's not a, a manga that I read, unfortunately. Oh, you definitely got to. I mean, you watched this. You've you've seen the series, though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think anime. I'm on like season two, yeah. so I need to when I when I start rewatch, I think I need to watch from season three onwards. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Media is uh publishing Ruby, the official manga adaptation. Okay. Uh, which is out July 21st in both paperback and ebook formats. Okay, that'd be so, interesting. Yeah, there's already a Ruby comic book series. Um. Mm. That, that was made in uh, in America, so that's already out. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that Ruby will be told a lot better because it's a manga. Um, for whatever reason, I just feel that Ruby, because of the way the Ruby universe is and everything like that, it borrows a lot from um, from you know Asian culture in terms of um, you know like the gadgets they use. Yeah. Um, the animation style is pretty similar, I'd say. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. I haven't seen anything like that for um, American TV shows. I just want to call Genlock one, but then again, Genlock is still made by Rooster Teeth. So I'd love to see a Genlock. Genlock's good, but it's nowhere near as good as Ruby. Like Ruby is definitely one of those uh, cartoons that basically should be grinded right of um, the rank of anime because it's just that good Uh, in terms of the style, the storytelling. Like it's quite deep as well, isn't it? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, if you look at, I mean, they borrow a lot of um, names from Asian, um, was it um, Southeast Asian culture? So you have Son Goku. Yeah. Um, Son Goku is also the Monkey King. Um, yeah. You know, it's represented in, say, in, again, loads of different uh, Southeast Asian countries or even just Asian countries in general. Yeah. Um, so and you have, you know, elements of that that's being borrowed from left, right, center. So um, even if you look at the animation style of um, of uh, Ruby. If you just look at the way they animate the eyes, for example, that's something that's very, very akin to what they do in anime. Mm. Um, you know, with you know big eyes, which show a lot of emotions, things like that, that you don't get from American comics. Um, so, again, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping it does very, very well. I am definitely going to be jumping on this as soon as it's released. Mm. Uh, and lastly, Attack on Titan writer Hajime Isayama announces that he's in the final 5% stretch of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't said how many chapters will be released. Um, he hasn't given us any information on, you know, which way the story is going is going to go. Um, so 
we just have to wait and see. Uh, already, Attack on Titan is being released every month. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be a very, very long wait, I think, till it's actually finally done. Um, unless you want to take, honestly, like, you want to be a mathematician, take 5% off of. <laughs> <laughs> they're already they're already uh, over a hundred uh, chapters that have been done. Yeah, can work it out that way. But it'll be give or take. That's it. Out. Um, that's it for me with the manga news. All right, all right. All right. So just a quick little bit of gaming news. Uh, so Kobe will be on the cover. M- M- uh, Kobe will be on the cover of NBA Two K Twenty One. Um, he'll be wearing a number eight for the current gen consoles, and he'll be wearing twenty four for the next gen consoles. So I thought mm-hmm. that was a very nice touch by um, the basketball community and NBA two K guys. Um, I have a question. Um, why is so? I, I know the number twenty four, right? But what's the number eight for? Is that for his? I think eight was when he no. I think eight was when he first came. Like that was his original number mm. when he first came onto the scene. I think he wore eight uh, again. I'm not like. I'm not a big basketball guy, but I do know like like he. I think it might have been both numbers he wore at the Lakers. Like I think he wore like number eight, and he did really well in number eight. And he left, then he came back and got twenty four, and he was also iconic in twenty four as well. So he's got two jersey numbers that are like iconic to Kobe in it. So to represent yeah. that, they're gonna have it again. Current gen consoles will be um have on the cover of the game will be number eight. And then the ne- mm. for the next generation's one, he'll be wet, they'll, on the cover with number 24. They're slightly different covers as well. So um, that'd mm. be pretty cool. Um, other, other bit of gaming news, there's a rumors of Microsoft's purchasing uh, Warner Brothers games. Uh, Warner Ooh. Brothers games published ba- Batman, Arkham Knights, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, Mortal Kombat 11, and many others. Uh, what, 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 what do you think? What's your take on this one? Um... Well, I guess it gives Xbox a lot more exclusives. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'd be hella pissed if they took away the Barker Mar- Batman Arkham series, um, if they took away uh, Middle Earth, if they took away Mortal Kombat, because those have always been uh, um, across, plat- across many platforms. So mm. if they leave those alone and, you know, take maybe any new development that they do that's nothing to do with you know the ones that have already been released on both ps4 playstation and uh, uh pc then i'm fine with um i think i think it could, it could be good for the company because i in my I mean i'm a, i'm a sony fan in terms of uh, playstation or uh xbox especially since the ps4 release so i'm a bit biased to say this but um I think that they definitely needed something to get the edge on uh, on the PlayStation 5, and this might just do it with, you know, the games that they'll be getting from them. Um, You know, the exclusives, because we all know that Xbox lacks exclusives, uh, whereas PS4, PlayStation has a multitude of exclusives um, for one. Um, So, yeah, hopefully it'll be, I mean, it it sounds like a business decision uh, for the moment. So yeah, wait to see what they bring out. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Well, um, what do you call it? <sighs> Again, I don't particularly care in a sense. As long as like they keep producing good video games, then I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be happy to um play. Again, I've got Xbox. My brother's got access to the PlayStation. Um, it's one of those ones where, um. If it as yeah, as long as they keep putting out good quality computer games, like 
I, I, I'm honestly not fussed in it. Like, I just hope mm. that they keep doing what they do in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Ah, cool. All right. So, yeah, that brings us to the end of our news. Let's uh, move on to... Um, we're going to skip trailers today, so we're going to move on to our main event. Okay. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so today we've already talked about Mandalorian, so we're going to talk about Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, this is my. Uh, um, I was going to like to. I was, was going to say I'd like to add a bit more to Mandalorian, if uh, maybe towards the end of uh, of the main movies, if you don't mind. Okay, cool, no problem. Um, so Hunchback of Notre Dame is Martin's pick for his favorite movie. Um, yep. I watched it for the very first time, courtesy of Dell's Disney Plus. Um, yes, yeah. I thought it was okay. Like okay. I didn't really get what the hype around it was. Obviously, like you and Big T are like really big fans of this. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm watching it as an adult, so um, I'm probably just like you know, it's it's not really for me per se. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm I might have enjoyed it when I was a child, but. Again, I just didn't really get that vibe in it. I would give this a quarter chicken. Um, mm. I also watched Hunchback on Notre Dame 2. Uh, again, the way you lot were talking about it online was I feel like this movie was terrible. I actually quite enjoyed it. I'm not going to say it, it, it was it was a great. I'm just also going to give it a quarter chicken. But if I had to pick between one or the other, I probably enjoyed number two more than I did number one. Um, I, I just felt it had a, a little bit of a better story and you know um, what you call it again remember I had never seen this film so I thought like the film focused a lot more on Esmeralda and um, Quasimodo I thought Quasimodo was going to get the girl at the end which he didn't so in the second movie when he actually gets the girl at the end and it was like it was a lot more focused on Quasimodo and that's what made me just enjoy it more I, one, one thing I will do um the, the the blonde hair guy, he was super smooth. I don't even know his name. I didn't even know he was yeah, in the Phoebus. I didn't even know he was like a major character in this movie because again, yeah. for everything I for everything I've ever seen on this movie, I honestly thought it was about Quasi it was the focus was Quasimodo and Esmeralda. So um mm-hmm. Okay, so um what so what specifics do you like about Hunchback of Notre Dame? Um what didn't you like specifically if you can of uh Notre Hunchback of Notre Dame? Uh, what's that again? So specifically, so which bits of Hunchback of Notre Dame did you like? Which didn't you like? Um, I again, it was just a general. Like, it was a Disney film, in it, but like I don't think mm. it was as good as the classics, like the Cinderellas, the Beauty and the Beast. Like I felt it was okay. I really did like um, uh, the goat. The goat was probably like the funniest character in yeah. the whole thing. Um, he was pretty cool. Um what I didn't like I don't think there's nothing I didn't like um, 
let me just pull up my notes. It just, it just, it just didn't appeal to you as much. Yeah, as you, it just didn't uh, really appeal to me yeah. as much as I thought. I thought it would be in it. Uh, let me just go to my notes. Where are my notes? Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I did think like the villain, even though he wasn't the greatest of villains. Like, I like that he was proper evil. Like, right at the beginning, he was looking to kill Quasimodo. Like, like no fucks given yeah. it. I like, was about to throw him down a well, and. Um, he, yeah, yeah, he was just proper evil and just willing to kill things. And I thought that was quite a bit dark for a Disney film. Like normally, when they're dark, they kind of try and hide it and cut and like um, cover it up in a sense. Um, yeah. But the fact that they proper, um, you know, put it in there um, was good in it. I, I, I like that. Mm. Yeah. All right, so my thoughts on The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, again, I watched it when I was really, really young. It's always stuck with me. So mm-hmm. I remember it like almost like the back of my, back of my hand. Yeah. So um, what I like about it, um, obviously, I like the soundtrack to it. Um, I think the music plays very, very well in, um, not just the music, but also the, the singing, the songs are sung, um, in terms of how they convey um, the character's emotions so um quasimodo for example he sang about you know wanting to be out there on the streets and mm-hmm. you know be involved in everyday lives of people unfortunately he can't because um he's been locked away in the bell tower by yeah. uh by frollo so that basically everything that he wants to explore and experience he can't see so can imagine you know a teenager or a kid being locked away told no don't go out don't do yeah. this don't do that blah blah what everyone else can so you can see that being played and he's mm. supposed to be part of everyday life he just want to hide away for the rest of his life do you know what I mean yeah. um, and also when it came to uh, Frollo singing about you know about his love for Esmeralda mm. knowing that you know he's sinning by having these thoughts of her yeah and at the same time wanting to um, wanting to stick with his principles which is you know um, gypsies are abomination and blah blah they just, you know, literally like ants just um, bringing all matters of crime or whatever to uh, to uh, to Paris yeah. and just eliminating them completely, either imprisoning them, killing them, whatever they want to do, right? Mm. So uh, the songs play very, very well in that. Um, I, it, what I like about Hunchback of Notre Dame in particular is just the way the story is told. You get to see all these um, uh, characters that there's more to them than meets the eye so yeah. um Ozimodo is probably i mean again he's one of the most innocent characters out there mm. um he's been gifted with like you know uh with strength with agility and stuff like that for, from his time you know growing up at the bell tower ringing it you know um exploring as much of the cathedral as he can then you have people like uh again frollo frollo you know he's very by the he wants to do everything by the book do you know what i mean yeah. and he feels that he's so righteous in what he's doing mm-hmm. that it ends up corrupting him do you know yeah. what i mean i i mean i have people I've, I've met people who you know i've thought that yeah this person is really really like you know really, really principled and stuff like that but mm-hmm. the deeper down a certain rabbit hole they go they more they become you know not the person that they, they become a former uh a, a shadow of their former selves yeah. basically so um, I can see that in, in Frollo. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but and, him, and, and then obviously, like, um, he realized that what he was doing was wrong, and in a sense, went against it. But then obviously, like, that what led on to like costing him because obviously he was like nearly killed for doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, 
Then you have Phoebus. Again, Phoebus is uh, is a soldier who was called in by Frollo to... Yeah, yeah that's, that's, what I, that's what I was talking about. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, so even with him, he's like, again, he's principled. He's a soldier who was like, I was trained for war. This is not a war. Why do you want me to go and burn down these innocent people? Blah, blah. Do you mm. know what I mean? That's, that was a type of one. So, um, again, very good. Even the... Um, even the priest, I mean, the in a sense, the or the solar priest, the bishop, I believe it's bishop, um, you know, first saving uh, Quasimodo uh, for being for being drowned in the well. Um, it's, it's it's almost like he's although he saved Quasimodo, mm. he didn't do enough to you know sort of expose him to the outside uh, outside uh, world. Um, I, I didn't see any interaction between uh, between uh, or very very minimal um, interaction between the bishop and Quasimodo. Even though Quasimodo has been living in the bell tower all his life, do you know what I mean? So that kind of shows that it well for me anyway. It showed that you had the priest who's you know supposed to be a man of God and everything like that, and you know literally stopping Quasimodo from dying. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he sort of does Frollo's bidding and hides him away in the bell tower. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So that, that's 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 there to play about with as well. Um, overall, that's that's why I like it. I mean, it talks about this religion that's involved, and you know the, mm. you know, like what what people in the, what you know um, Chris is supposed to do, and then you know then your actual emotions, your actual feelings. How do you reconcile the two? There's that that play gets played with. There's the politics of it as well, because Frollo being a judge and everything like that, he's supposed to be the arbiter of uh, of the law, the arbiter of truth, right? Mm. And then you see him being very, very biased towards a specific group. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Who, from all intents and purposes, look like they're just having fun and they're just, you know, they're begging and whatnot. But at the same time, they're not harming anyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he still sees them as 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 a group that needs to be purged and whatnot. Um. So I think that that's that's why I really like about it. Um. It's just there's so much that goes on in that movie. I think. Mm. Um. Whereas in Hunchback of Notre Dame two. Not so much. Um, a lot of um, things that happen in number number one mm. are almost a hard never spoken about. Um, yeah, because because it's, it's a new it's a new story, isn't it? And um, it's, a, it's a new story. The only thing that gets taken away though is the fact that um, Phoebus and Esmeralda, though you know they're together, they have a kid and everything like that. Yeah. Well, right. She still has that resentment because you know Phoebus did work for a guy who wanted to kill gypsies so everything is almost like oh it's because I'm a gypsy or like, why did you say it that way it's because yeah, I'm because a gypsy it, that kind of thing. again it's, it's one of those ones like like you know like back in the day when certain black like certain uh, people had like interracial inter- interracial relationships yeah they'll be they'll say little comments like oh those black people always doing this and then they forget that their partner is also black so again I like that I thought that was like real in it and it, 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 even now it kind of fits in with the times obviously you, you know you'll have some couples that interracial couples and obviously with the whole Black Lives Matter movements they'll be they'll have some very awkward conversations you know what I mean um, yeah and and you got that from this and I thought again I just thought that was very well done and it just fitted um, and I have to say like you know the animation you know held up for the most part as well since this came out in what 96 um, yes, I would have been like what seven when this came out. <laughs> so yeah, and like we didn't even go cinema that often, so that's probably another reason why I missed this one. Like, mm. and mm. you know, if I didn't catch it in the cinema, 
it was unlikely that we were gonna get it on on VHS. So it's just that one yeah. I missed, and I just I just never had any real reason to go back to it. Um, yeah, obviously because you and Thomas raved about it so much, I was expecting it to be a lot better. But obviously, you know, I'm watching this with like adult eyes, like real adult yeah. eyes, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, each, each to their own. <laughs> yeah, no, there is definitely each to their own. Because, like, if, if I, you know, said, like, Aladdin and you... Like, I'm not shitting on it, but, like, if someone come on on the episode and was just like, oh, yeah, Aladdin was all right. I'll be like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Aladdin was all right. Like, are you dumb? Like, uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, Aladdin was basic. Like, it, it, it's, it's just one of those ones where I'm just like, yeah, it's all right. But, like, again... If it, had been, if it had been flipped, like if someone said, like I said, Mulan, Lion King, Aladdin, if someone turned around and said to me, like, oh, those movies are just all right, yeah, like, I think I'll be just cussing it. But, like, I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it for what it is, isn't it? It's just that, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't filled with, like, excitement and, and, and joy. Like, again, like I said with the second mm. one, like, with his, his, Cosimo's interaction with their child was, like, very cute and made me laugh. And, like I said, it focused more on Cosimo, didn't it? Like, even though in the first one it was good, like it just threw me off in the sense that where well, I was again, it didn't not that it didn't meet my expectations, but like I was expecting something different, innit? Yeah. That's understandable. Mm. Yeah, nice no, man. Yeah. Calm, calm, calm. Alright, um any 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 last words on the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Um, none for me. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. If you haven't seen it for the first time, if you're someone that's got kids, sit down and watch it with their kids. Like, I feel like maybe if I like sat this, sat down and watched this, like my god kids, or maybe sat down with my the girls I look after sometimes, like, and I saw them enjoying it, then maybe I would have enjoyed it. Um, uh, the next time I see them, I'm gonna ask them if they've even seen this movie, um, <laughs> and see what they think. Or they think of it. Or I'm, I'm gonna, um, I or I'm gonna ask now, like someone someone's kids that are like of the age when I should have originally watched it I might ask them what they think of it and see what they think because like again for me this is no Frozen this is no Toy Story this is no like one of those epic top tier Disney animated movies but it was alright do you know what I mean it was good it was just okay mm. do you know what I mean a, a, a cool chicken for something that came out in like 96 yeah and watched it with adult, adult jaded eyes I don't think is is, is uh, that, do you know what I mean is that bad do you know what I mean yeah yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give us a, I'd give us a three piece, a three um, piece. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, I think. Mm, mad. All right, well, we're gonna call it a day here. We're gonna say some of the extra stuff for the Mandalorian until next week, um, yep, yep. or and we'll save um, Snowpiercer for when I finally actually watched it. So I'm hopefully gonna try and watch it this week. Um, next week is just gonna be me, Martin, and a special guest. Um, so Woo-hoo! that episode might be coming out a little bit earlier than normal. Um, it'll all make sense because we're going to be recording a slightly earlier and etc etc um, but yeah man um, I'm looking forward to next week's episode it should be a doozy yeah. it should be really fun uh, and I hope it's going to be uh, just as fun for our audience as it is for us uh, recording it so um, yeah guys I hope you've enjoyed please like and share and if you're on Apple Podcast please leave us a review it makes it easy for us to be found um, by other people and um, yeah man uh, that brings us to the end of the episode so Martin say bye to the people bye everyone alright guys thanks for listening bye bye now <laughs>